When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in everybody to the second hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Thankfully, despite... The Omicron, my voice is holding firm today, and I got my main man, Clay Travis, here, making sure the tag team is in effect, bringing you uh, freedom and sanity all across the nation. Uh, We've got to talk to you about how the Democrats are doing a bit of, well, virtue signaling, but also misdirection this week with the days-long focus on um, the voting rights bill they want, the John Lewis voting rights bill, which is part of a larger uh, effort And actually, there's a much larger bill, H.R. 1, which would dramatically change the way elections are done nationwide. It would federalize them and effectively ensure a Democrat majority would be the reality of America for decades to come if they were to get their way with H.R. 1. Uh, but I, I did want to take a moment first just to note something that I said, you know, Clay, we we're talking about this yesterday. Uh, you can tell how effective a conservative or a Republican is, you can always tell, is this person on target? Do they know what's up? Are they getting it done based on how ferocious the left is in their hatred of that person, right? So, I mean, Donald Trump, for example, you knew that he was a one-man commie wrecking ball because all he had to do was just exist. I mean, he would. there would be a photo of Trump and members of the media would lose their minds and find some way to talk about how it was indicative of the fascism that was creeping across America because of Trump. Um, Youngkin came into office and did what he said he was going to do. In fact, here is Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, uh, who is clearly on her way to becoming, I think, a a GOP superstar and and household name in in politics. Uh, Here she is saying, we told Virginians... We were going to do something. And then guess what? Glenn Youngkin and this team is coming in and they're doing it. Play five. Listen, 
Our former president, Barack Obama, said elections have consequences. We told the parents, we told Virginians what we wanted to do, what we were going to do, and they voted for us. These are the good consequences that they're seeing that imagine politicians are going to fulfill those promises. We're going to do that. So, Clay, can we just note that is absolutely correct. Everything that Youngkin came into office. Remember, Biden ran as the great uniter, as the guy that would pull the country together, although really he ran as whatever the media said he was going to be because he was busy in the basement uh, hiding and, and staying out of public eye for obvious reasons, as we see now. But you come into office, you do exactly what the voters said you or what you told the voters you're going to do. And let me just say this. The left wing media is flipping out about young already. I think this is, in a sense, great press for him. I, I agree completely. And it's also <clears throat> further dishonesty. I was on last night with Dr. Marty McCary, who we've had on this show a ton, who is the new advisor for Glenn Youngkin in the state of Virginia. And Marty McCary has been on our show, and I'm so happy that the, the Youngkin administration has decided to bring him in. But what Marty McCary's done such a great job of, he's in Johns Hopkins, so he's just up the road there in Baltimore, is he has said kids need to be in school. And the data reflects that kids are not in danger from COVID. And we talked about this yesterday. The Washington Post immediately, what did they say? Oh, he's downplayed the risks of uh, of COVID to children. No, he hasn't downplayed it. He's just shared the actual factual data as opposed to trying to terrify parents everywhere that their kids are going to die of COVID. And that is classified as downplaying the threat when in reality, you don't downplay anything, right? This is where a real public health officials, if they had been doing their job, would have stood up just in front of the data buck. Imagine how much different things would be if the Dr. Fauci's of the world and the Rochelle Walensky's, instead of constantly trying to tell us what to do, if they had just gotten the old school uh, PowerPoint presentation, put up on a screen, hey, I can't tell you every single person what's going to happen when you get COVID, but here's what the data is. You know what your age is. You know what your health conditions are far better than I do. Here's what the data reflects your risk is. That would have been so much better. That's what I want from my doctor. Give me the odds. Let me know the data, and I will internally assess it as best I can. That's what Dr. Marty McCarry's done, and I think that's what Glenn Youngkin is doing. He's a business guy. Ultimately, business guys look at data and make decisions based on that data, and I think that's what Virginia's got, and that's why we need more of these guys and girls who are willing to do that. Well, Clay, I just want to tell you, Joy Reid is very upset about all of this. So she <laughs> no clearly disagrees with you. In fact, she refers to, and this is what I meant by, in part, by the left left wing freak out over Glenn Youngkin coming into office and doing things that, I got to say, I mean, getting rid of CRT in schools, getting rid of the mask mandate, getting rid of a state vaccine mandate for employees. I don't think that's gotten enough attention. He's finally saying enough is enough. And and to the points we've been making about Youngkin, say what you will about this guy, but you don't get to be the CEO of the Carlisle Group when, you know, it's not like uh, daddy made you the CEO because he started the company. You don't get to be the CEO of the Carlisle Group unless you're a pretty savvy, savvy guy. Uh, clearly, Youngkin is a smart dude. Joy Reid does not like him and, in fact, thinks that he will turn Virginia into a COVID cesspool play four. 
He was just Trump with better diction and a slightly paler shade of orange. But once you open it up, it's all the same stuff. Anti-truth, anti-education, and 100% pro-COVID. Now that Youngkin is officially in the governor's mansion, Virginia is really in trouble, girl. But Youngkin's biggest and most lethal project appears to be turning Virginia into a COVID-y cesspool like Florida. Even as Omicron is smashing records in his state, Youngkin is ending the statewide school mask mandate. He's also rescinding the vaccine mandate for state workers. The rich businessman with no political experience, sound familiar? is working to reverse all of the progress that turned Virginia into one of the highest vaccinated states in the country. Do you, I mean this honestly about Joy Reid. Do you think that she is actually as dumb as she sounds or is she playing a role? In other words, has she seen any of the data on masking? Has she bothered in two years to read anything about masking? Has she bothered in any way to understand that vaccination status doesn't impact the spread of Omicron hardly at all, that Pfizer's own CEO has said that? Does she see any of this, Buck, or is she in such an idiot bubble that she isn't even aware of how dumb she sounds for people who have even the barest scintilla of knowledge of what the data say. I mean, I, I mean this honestly. It's, Every time I hear her, I think, is she this dumb? Is she this willfully ignorant of basic facts? Like, frankly, Sonia Sotomayor was, like Stephen Breyer on the Supreme Court. Is this a willful blindness? Or it, I, I just I don't understand so, how you can have this perspective. Just just know that you brought in Sotomayor. So I just, I just have to remind everybody that there's more oral arguments going on before the Supreme Court this week. And Sotomayor will be joining via remote from her office because Justice Gorsuch, who I got to say, high five for the Gorsuch on this I one, agree here on this. Is, is refusing to wear a mask during oral arguments. So one Supreme Court justice is refusing to wear a mask. And keep in mind, they're wearing cloth masks, as far as I understand it. At least they were last time. That's, that's what I, I believe was reported. So they're not all sitting there in N95s. Even if they were in N95s, the moment you pull it down to drink or do anything you're going to do, you no longer have any protection. But let's just stick with the cloth mask for a second. Sotomayor is so terrified of COVID and so unwilling to look at reality and the recent data that even the Democrats are accepting that she will not be in the same room as a fellow Supreme Court justice who does not mask during oral arguments. This is, this is a mental illness now of, of honestly pandemic proportions. Not only that. These every Supreme Court justice buck is double vaxxed and boosted already. So they have double vaxxed and they have boosted. Sonia Sotomayor is terrified of COVID. She's also implicitly acknowledging two things. One, the vaccine doesn't work, right? Because if everybody was double vaxxed and also boosted, the fact that they're wearing masks would not have actually made any impact at all. Uh, so she's acknowledging the vaccines don't work. But she's not willing to acknowledge that the masks don't work either. So she is a buying into cosmetic theater. On the one hand, she this, this goes to my point with Joy Reid. On the one hand, she's at least cognizant enough to know that the vaccines don't provide protection from infection or the spread. But she still is clinging to the idea that if he just wore a cloth mask, she would be safe. So, so why so is she not able to figure out both of those things? Right. I mean, if if the three shots that she has had are not enough to make her not worry, 
the addition of some other person having a cloth mask on after he also has gotten those three shots as if that's going to be a that's significant... her. That's her. That's her point. That's. I mean, it doesn't make any logical sense well, at this, all. This would be it's like, magical thinking. This would be like uh, she refuses to be in the room unless there's forget six feet. She needs twelve feet of social distancing. And and unless you do this, folks, it's, so much of this is also it's about neuroses, but it's also about power. I mean, I always see this. There are people who often feel powerless in their day to day lives. And the opportunity to feel like they're a good person who's virtuous, but also powerful because they get to shout at you for not wearing your mask or for not social distancing. I remember like a bunch of lemmings. We were all told to line up outside of grocery stores, six feet apart in New York City. I've oh, yeah. forgotten this. This was lunacy that we were because, Clay, then we go inside the grocery store shoulder to shoulder, <laughs> fighting over who got the last box of, you know, Cracker Jacks or whatever. But outside in the freezing cold, we had to be six feet apart like morons because people can't think for themselves. Can I just ask, because I want to make sure I heard this right. Play that Joy Reid clip again. I just, I'm just i going to cut it off. I just want to hear the beginning of it. Play it again for a second. Clip he was four. just Trump with better diction and a slightly paler shade of orange. But once okay, you open okay. it up. Stop, stop, stop. That's right. Or, so, now, so now Glenn Youngkin is orange? I mean, this is this is bizarre. All right. I mean, you know, tr Trump is is fond of of tanning. They shouldn't call him orange, but people were saying orange man bad all the time. What is that, Clay? I mean, it's just so petty and childish. Also, again, I I, I the question I I think didn't I just don't understand how you can be this dumb and willfully ignorant of the facts uh. based on where we are now. You Clay. can make arguments against Glenn Youngkin which are substantive, right? If you want to have a critique of Glenn Youngkin, it's possible to do that. But to do it as stupidly and as easily refutably, uh, easy to refute as everything she said there, I really legitimately question how you can be that dumb. I mean, well, and the same thing with like these view women and everything else. No, 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 Clay. You're in this, media. How is it I possible have some, to be I have this some expertise here in the level of live stupidity because while you have the great honor of having been, been banned from CNN, yes. I, for a short period, was a paid contractor at CNN and the levels of stupid inside that news organization on and off camera would blow the average American's minds. The level, uh, the, the lack of of intellectual curiosity, the lack of intellectual honesty, uh, whatever you think it is, I'm just telling everybody out there, it's worse. <laughs> it's what worse. was the dumbest restriction? I got my idea. I'll tell you when we come back. Uh, in the meantime, 2022 may be the year you choose to upgrade your look and treat yourself uh, to a much better product out there. And how about starting off with underwear and loungewear from our friends at Tommy John? Best-in-class gear made better with great material. The moment you start wearing, you'll immediately agree. When you're wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Tommy John men's underwear, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric, four times a stretch of competing brands. You'll feel the same level of comfort layering their luxuriously soft loungewear right on top. Over 17 million pairs sold. Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. We're proudly two of them. In fact, Buck wears their gear everywhere. How do people get hooked up like you and I are hooked up, Buck? Sitting here right now, my Tommy John sweatshirt. It is the most comfortable thing. I'm telling you, I've got the, the Waffle Crew uh, shirt as well. It's so great. You'll love it. Get 20% off your first order. That's right, 20% off. It's a great deal at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Just go to that website, 
tommyjohn.com slash buck. For 20% off, tommyjohn.com slash buck. See site for details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com the number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Tuesday edition of the program. Buck, I said as we went to break, I was going to share with you what I thought was the single dumbest decision as it pertains to COVID, and uh, and to me. 
there are a bunch of nominees, right? You could say the guy in California who was paddleboarding legitimately in the ocean with no one else around him when they decided they had to arrest him because the beaches were shut down. Uh, you could say taking the rims off of basketball hoops, which was crazy, filling in skate parks with sand as they did in California, uh, the uh, stupid circles that you guys had in New York City parks. But for me as a parent of young children, the idea that they shut down parks and then also even inside of the parks, they put crime scene tape around the uh, playgrounds to prevent any parent from taking their child in the middle of March and April and May of 2020 and on into a longer period than that. You got to a playground and it was covered in crime scene tape so you could protect your children who were under no risk from COVID from getting COVID from objects, which we know is not actually a threat outdoors. That was, to me, the single dumbest thing that we did. You. Those those oh those are great ones. Those those are those are some of the some of the greatest hits. I'll say it right now. Uh, certainly Fauci and the wipe down your groceries with Lysol. And Remember, there were even news stories. Oh my gosh, products from China. You know that that uh, baby rattle you bought on Amazon may have COVID on it from China. There was all this crazy stuff that was happening <laughs> in the early days. COVID but on it. for me, the most indefensible and inexplicable. Um, would have to be the creation of physical of like these limited physical boundaries between people, i.e. the plexiglass divider phenomenon as if aerosolized virus in a super fine mist in the air is going to respect the, you know, 24 inch high plexiglass thing you put in front of your desk and you are safe. Now, people adopted because remember, the, the One of the core, you know how first rule of Fight Club is never talk about Fight Club? First rule of Fauciism is never question Fauciism. But second rule of Fauciism is there's nothing that's too stupid if we tell you to do it, you know? So in the very early stage of this, I, I remember thinking to myself, this will be one of those things that people do and then realize, Clay, with the plexiglass dividers, oh my gosh, we, we've we've gone too far. They brought them back recently. They're back again, even though the actual science on it shows it limits natural airflow, which is likely to create pockets of concentrated (laughs) virus in an indoor environment. Well done, everybody. Your plexiglass dividers probably made the COVID worse. I, I can't wait for all of the people who think that they are the smartest. As the years tick by into the future and people go back and re-examine all of this, people are going to pretend that they never bought in. Just wait. That's what we're already starting to see a little bit of this now. Oh, I was never one of those people who said schools should shut down. It's like how quickly everybody bailed on defund the police. That's how quickly people are going to bail on the absurdity of these stupid COVID regulations. Talk about that and more. I believe we have coming up a couple of awesome guests. We've got the Attorney General of Virginia, who has already moved to fulfill campaign promises in the state of Virginia. Also, Judicial Watch, the head of Judicial Watch. What's going on effectively there? In the meantime, how about saving money in a big way? How about $12,000 a year? Would $12,000 extra in your pocket at the end of the year make a big deal? How about an extra $1,000 a month all season long 
all year long. How much difference could that make for you? All it takes is about 10 days to save a bundle. Here's what you need to do. Call American Financing, 800-777-8109, 800-777-8109. Get the best mortgage rate at the best possible price. Save up to $12,000 a year. It's just 10 days' time they can save that quickly. AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS, 182334, NMLS, Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have with us right now the president of Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton. Talk to us about the January 6th defendants still held in custody and the Democrats' domestic war on, well, what exactly? We'll get into that. Uh, Tom, thanks for being here. Hey, good to be with you both. Thanks for having me. All right, first, you know, your group, goes to get the documents, sues to find out the truth. It's one of the things that Judicial Watch does that's uh, so important for us to actually have transparency in government to find out what's really going on. What can you tell us, Tom, about the current state of the defendants who are in some cases held in solitary confinement still uh, from the January 6th so-called insurrection, the uh, the riot on January 6th, and, and their treatment at the hands of a government that, of course, is responsive to the Biden administration in the White House? Well, the first thing people should know is that they're in a D.C. jail, which is run as one might be, as one expects a D.C. jail might be run, which is awfully. It's just terrible conditions by all reports. Uh, the concerning thing is that they've some of them have been in jail, you know, for nearly a year now, almost over a year. And uh, the question is, are they in jail because the public safety is at risk or because there's a political statement being made either by the Justice Department or the judges who have decided that this is the worst thing that's ever happened in America crime-wise? And my concern is when you see statements they've made that are First Amendment-protected statements being used as an excuse to try to keep them in jail longer or punish them you know, beyond perhaps what the law ought to allow or, or warrant, uh, that's concerning. And on top of that, you see Congress kind of working hand in glove with the Justice Department in some ways, the, the Pelosi Rump Committee, you know, suggesting that anyone who had objections about the elections participated in First Amendment protected speech, certainly that rally January 6th was, uh, should be considered a terrorist or a potential criminal. And, you know, so it's not just about the January 6th defendants. The left considers any of us who object to the way the election was run to be the moral and legal equivalent in some ways of those uh, men uh, now in jail. Tom, I appreciate you coming on with us uh, and and sharing that story. Do you know the total number of of these prisoners right now? We had uh, a big discussion about this with Julie Kelly, who I believe is set to testify soon uh, on Capitol Hill. Uh, And she told us, I think the number was 86, I believe, or 83, right around that number. And you kind of hinted at this, and this is where I look at it from the legal perspective. How many of these uh, defendants are now in jail longer than they might be for the crimes that they are going to be or have been accused of? This is maybe the wildest part about this. They deserve bail beyond a shadow of a doubt. But when you're keeping people in a, a jail for longer than they might actually go to jail if they're being found uh, to have been guilty of a, of, a, of a crime. This is beyond the pale. This is indefensible. 
Well, and when you compare and contrast the handling and the prosecution of these cases with the handling and prosecution of the rioters in Portland, for instance, or those yes. who tried to burn down the White House, uh, you know, this is where people are concerned about uh, the even-handed application of justice. You know, in fact, a court made that point just recently. One of the judges was pushed by one of the defendants to say, you know, to to, to consider whether or not what was happening was inappropriate in light of the what had happened in Portland in terms of the under prosecution versus what many are arguing are the over prosecution here. And the judge says, well, look, you know, you did what you did too bad, but he did say at the end of the decision, he raised questions about the even handed application of justice here and the justice department uh, needs to, you know, really take a look at this. We're speaking to Tom Fitton, the president of, Judicial Watch. And Tom, I uh, wanted to know, you guys have filed a lawsuit over Judicial Watch um, uh, against HHS seeking Fauci's calendar entries at the start of the pandemic. What are you th- what are you looking for there or what 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 spurred that on? No, we're just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, uh, first of all, that's a really good answer and uh, hold your <laughs> hold your powder uh, so, so the whites of the eyes are visible. I appreciate that. Do you are you still stunned that we're two years in at the kid gloves treatment that much of the media continues to give Dr. Fauci and Rochelle Walensky and the other and I'm using air quotes here experts given how fundamentally uh, all of their uh, all of their expert advice has led to such catastrophic failure in the covid realm that the blue check brigade as i call them is still running around trying to defend every word that they say yeah you know and one thing we all should see is that these agencies these public health agencies hhs and all the agencies that work you know are underneath it fda and uh, fauci's agency and ih they're just as bad as the fbi doj cia they're the deep state and fauci's been there for forever and a day and we began asking questions to Fauci almost immediately. And Judicial Watch was criticized for suing for information under FOIA. And uh, we uncovered, as a result of that lawsuit and lawsuits we had filed, things the media hadn't uncovered, which is the gain-of-function research being confirmed, the fact that the NIAID had a person living and working in China liaison with liaisoning with uh Wuhan Institute, and also kind of spying on them. And then we find, uh, then we had to force out the financial disclosures last week. It took a federal lawsuit and a senator to get the information out. And of course, the calendars go to, to be serious, what the heck was he doing back then? Who was he meeting with? Who was he colluding with? It looks like to suppress information about the concerns about the origin of uh, the Wuhan virus. Tom, are you is, is Judicial Watch already involved in or, or is there a chance you may become involved in? Because I know you guys have a lot of lawsuits going <laughs> and a lot of issues you're trying to get more information on. But exactly what happened on January 6th from a Capitol Hill police security perspective and any orders or any decisions that were made? Are you in process to try to get that information? What can you tell us about it? Let me be clear. Judicial Watch is doing the most substantial, comprehensive investigation of January 6th going on right now. Uh, and that includes investigating what Congress knew and when and those exact types of questions you're asking. And what's interesting is that Pelosi's gang is trying to put people in jail for asserting privileges 
And they're coming into federal court asserting privileges against Judicial Watch to prevent as much as one second of the January 6th videos from getting out, from documents about what went on then from getting out. And so uh, we've, we were the ones who uncovered the uh, details about the awful shooting death of Ashley Babbitt, that that, that that police officer who shot her never cooperated, never cooperated with the police, and they just let him off, both the D.C. Police Justice Department and obviously Congress. And we uncovered that um, the feds, for instance, knew there'd be tens of thousands of people at the Capitol on January 6th, and of course the security wasn't there. And we're pushing hard on who Pelosi was talking to with the administration as she was trying to undermine Trump just after the election, or excuse me, just after January 6th with Milley. You know, pretty much every question sensible citizens have about January 6th, Judicial Watch is actually trying to pursue in court. And I, you know, I don't say that to promote Judicial Watch. I'm just saying it to highlight the fact that these, this is the, supposedly the worst day in American history. And it looks like we're the only ones in court trying to get basic information about what went on, not pursuing this abusive uh, agenda from the Pelosi rump committee, trying to jail people uh, who is um, only crime. It seems to be on the wrong side of the political aisle. Tom Fitton, president of judicial watch, Tom, thank you for the work you do and for joining us here on the clay and buck show. You're welcome. Thank you. Black Rifle Coffee, friends, it is a veteran-owned coffee company that serves premium coffee to people who love America. It's absolutely delicious. How did I start off my day today? With a cup of Black Rifle Coffee. I've got JBK cups here, just black. I drink a whole variety of their blends, though, because this is top-quality coffee. Clay likes the cold mocha brew, which you can get in a can, which is absolutely delicious. This is the coffee you should be drinking. Founded by veterans of the special operations community that give back to veteran law enforcement and first responder causes. Clay, you love those cold brews. How do people get hooked up with them? I'm drinking one right now, Buck. They are fantastic. I love the Mocha Cold Brew Edition. You can get hooked up. All you have to do is go to blackriflecoffee.com. Use the code Clay and Buck at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. One more time, blackriflecoffee.com. Use the code Clay and Buck at checkout 20% off your first coffee club order. Do it today. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. 
When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Oh, I remember the days when late night television was filled with laughs, whether you were a Republican, whether you were a Democrat. They made fun of Bill Clinton and George W. Bush. Not so much Barack Obama, but certainly a lot of Trump. Used to be they tried to make fun of both political parties, satirize their absurdity. But then they turned into a cheerleading squad. And now it's like just really uncomfortable propaganda would be the way to describe, particularly the Stephen Colbert show, which is just I really legitimately question the intelligence of anybody who chooses to spend their evening watching this show. But here is Stephen Colbert. Remember when they had the dancing vaccine people, Buck, which would, like, it was uncomfortable government propaganda masquerading as an evening show. And now they're in this ridiculous spot where Colbert tries to have takes on uh, the current existing political climate. But when you only take shots at one side of the equation as a comedian, you're no longer a real comedian. You're basically a government court jester propagandist, and that's what Stephen Colbert is. Listen to this clip. If you can't get rid of the filibuster, what about, and just hear me out here and try to hear this objectively, what if we just get rid of the Senate? (laughs) 
and I'm 100% serious here. It is the most anti-democratic institution next to the judiciary because the judiciary is only the way it is because the Senate is the way it is. No one would drop a single tear. You've already got tenure. You can go back to your old job. You'll be fine. I don't understand what possible positive purpose the United States Senate provides right now. I think he's being more honest than he intends to, Clay, in that I believe he does not know why the Senate exists. He is an ignoramus. He doesn't understand why the framers set up our system of government the way that they do. And in fact, this is widespread all across the so-called liberal intelligentsia, whether in media or even in politics. In fact, if you Google something like what does the Senate do or should the Senate exist, you'll see think piece after think piece from Vox and HuffPo and Politico about leftists essentially saying, well, why do we even have a Senate? It's a relic and we shouldn't have this thing. They also say that about the Constitution when it gets in the way, by the way. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and, and it's just so funny to see that they really do have the the political temperament of spoiled children, because what will happen is when whether it's the filibuster or the existence of the Senate itself, when the Republicans are in a majority, all of a sudden protecting minority rights and opinion. And I mean that in a political sense is essential it is the it is the very bulwark of our democracy clay you know and then the moment that democrats think that they have a majority in the senate and they're not getting what they want all that they want it's this is anti-democratic let's tear the whole thing down they are really just in favor of mob rule that's what they would like to have the the rabble rousers on the streets can get enough people angry enough on one issue to dramatically change the polity that we all live in, that's the preferred state that Democrats would like to go for. And that's why they'll throw, you know, under Trump, Clay, it was all they're they're destroying our sacred institutions. And now they're like, yeah, those institutions not so sacred when they don't give us what we want. That's what immediately jumps out to me is we heard from the Stephen Colbert's of the world that Trump was a dictator and that if he didn't get what he wanted, he would do away with the institutions that were not allowing him to do as he wished. And then Stephen Colbert comes out and he says, I'm not joking, that he legitimately wants to get rid of the Senate, not because uh, they are uh, they are somehow a threat to democracy, but because they aren't doing what he wants them to do at this exact moment in time, which is exactly what a dictator thinks and says. So you have all these people. And I, I thought COVID was the perfect example of this because we heard Oh, Donald Trump is a dictator. He's an authoritarian. He will lead us into totalitarianism. And then COVID happened, which was the greatest excuse in most of our lives for someone to take as much power as they possibly could. And what did Trump do? He deferred to mayors and governors as opposed to taking all the power. And then what has Joe Biden done? He came into office and he immediately tried to pass a series of executive actions, whether it's OSHA with the COVID vaccine mandate, whether it is the CDC with the eviction moratorium, that the Supreme Court had to slap him down and say, you aren't a dictator, you can't do this. The Democrats were the ones who were quick to embrace totalitarianism when given the opportunity as president. Yeah, it's no surprise that commies, Marxists, and socialists become authoritarians. That's what always happens, right? Because there's always more inequality to fight against that requires more power in the hands of the people who see that. 
inequality. So this is always their political tendency. But I do think there's also the obvious tendency, and, and thankfully, because of the Internet, we can all go back and see this. This isn't theoretical. You can watch the videos of Chuck Schumer giving impassioned speeches in defense of the filibuster. You can watch in years when the Republicans had a majority, the very same Democrats, including Kamala Harris, who are now giving teary-eyed, oh my gosh, democracy is under assault because we can't get what we want through the Senate. It's a 50-50 Senate, for heaven's sakes. It is a razor-edge majority. Think about how obtuse their view is here, Clay. They think that they should be in a position to dramatically transform aspects of not just American governance, but American life. With a 50-50 Senate, they think that's a mandate. We are one Senate seat away from Republicans being in the majority. And they're complaining about how the institutions aren't giving them what they want. They are crybabies. And you can see it. And in fact, they do cry a lot about things. I'll say this, Buck. I know we were disappointed in the way that the Senate elections went in Georgia. Because that's two that I believe the Republicans, I think you would agree with me, should win most of the time. At least one. At least one of them. So, but I wonder politically if the long range impact is because Joe Biden has a majority in the Senate, he can't run on, hey, the reason I was unable to get anything done was because of the Republicans in the Senate. He can still argue it, but I think most people understand they have a majority. Uh, as a result, I think it's weakened him in a massive way. And when we come back, Buck, I got some data. I know uh, the Joy Reeds and the Dr. Fauci's and the Rochelle Walensky's of the world hate data. But the NHL had almost 100% vaccine rate. Everybody in the entire league got vaccinated. We have the numbers on how many of them ended up testing with positive with COVID because they test them all the time. And what those numbers show you, Buck, and I think what our audience is going to hear if you haven't heard this already, is the fundamental failure of the vaccine to in any way eliminate COVID. I think it's going to blow people's mind. It also blows people's minds, or it should, that Buck is not getting any at-home phone calls from Dr. Fauci. Remember when he was calling Chris Cuomo before he got fired for being a dirtbag every night? Chris, it's Fauci. I know there's a pandemic, but I miss you, and I hope you're okay, buddy. I don't get those phone calls. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, 
GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com.